Hey, beautiful creatives, welcome to Life I Design, the podcast. Thanks for joining me, your host, Nikki Tragos. I'm an artist, letterer, instructor, and creative business owner. I started and built Life I Design from home while raising a family and learning how to juggle it all. This podcast is my way of pulling back the curtain and inviting you to step into my home studio so we can get candid about all things art, business, and life, so I can help you create a life that you design. Hey, hey, welcome to episode number four. Kind of feel like we're getting a groove on now with this podcast. I am sitting in my closet and I have pillows around me and trying to make it really quiet. And hopefully the audio is crisp, is easy to hear and is soothing for the ear. It's really funny now that um, everyone's back to school it still feels like nothing's really changed. We're kind of working around each other's schedules, still being at home. Primarily, my daughter goes into school for one class in the morning and then is on Zoom calls with her teachers and online classes. My husband is at home as well, doing his thing with um, online video conferences and chats too. And we live behind a school and they've decided to install a intercom system that um, has a little bell that goes off. Not a bell. It's more like, it's almost like the beginning of a jingle back in the fifties. That's what it reminds me of. So I'm tucked away in my closet, hoping that the audio is really great for this episode. Episode number four is going to be one that I'm going to kind of wing because tomorrow's my birthday. Tomorrow I turn 49. 49. I'm freaking out a little bit. I have to say, I've been thinking about my 50th birthday for a while now and just thinking about the number, like 50 is such a big number. The whole idea of turning 50 really makes you think about what you've done, what's coming up, what you haven't done even, well, at least for me anyway. So I thought with this episode, I'd kind of just wing it. I do have a few notes and things that I want to share, but I thought I'd wing it and see how it goes. So let's get started, shall we? Yes, tomorrow I turn 49. I think about when I turned 40. Think about my 30s, actually. And think about um, who I was in my 30s, what my responsibilities were, how I spent my time, and then feel like the weekend I turned 40 was a big shift for me. And this is going to sound really funny, but stay with me. I turned 40 and celebrated, had a great celebration, and um, the next morning, was kind of in a place where I thought, huh, I'm 40. Now what? Went to my favorite place, which is Chapters. Grab a little Starbucks coffee, walk around Indigo Chapters, browse some books, maybe pick up a candle or two. It seriously is one of the best ways to spend an afternoon. Well, in my books anyway. So I came across a book called The Kind Diet by Alicia Silverstone, and I picked it up for some reason. I'm not, wasn't into veganism, wasn't thinking about being a vegetarian, it was the start. It was the start of a really interesting shift. The kind diet, I feel like, should be titled the kind lifestyle. I feel like the word diet kind of throws you off the book, but I picked up the book. I devoured it. I think I read it in literally an hour or two, and I declared to my family that I was going to become vegetarian. And my husband was sweet. He said, you know, I fully support you with that. And just so you know, I do not want to participate. <laughs> we were a big 
meat-eating family coming from a Greek culture, meat is a big staple um, in our diets. But I was really just tuned into the fact that I needed to start feeling better physically, especially um, after eating and had digestive things going on. But it just, it sounded like it was a vibe that I wanted to vibe with, if that makes sense. You know, the whole eating clean and healthy before eating clean and healthy was a thing, if if that resonates with you. Anyway, so I read this book. It's a fantastic book. I still um, refer to it here and there. And um, I started to change how I began, began to eat. I became a vegetarian and I started looking at the world differently. I started questioning a lot of um, how I was living my life. And I started to ask myself, is this how I want to live my life? Or is this the way that I've been taught that I should be living my life? And I was still a makeup artist then. I had tried my hand at a network marketing company um, and was really having some challenging experiences with the business, but the people as well as the ethics of people that um, I came across. So I was kind of thinking about what I wanted to do next. I was falling out of love for makeup artistry. If you listen to episode one, you'll know a little bit more about my story, but I was sacrificing every single weekend um, to weddings and to TV work. And that meant I wasn't with my family during the times when it was supposed to be our fun family time. I was missing out a lot and we couldn't plan weekend trips or even day trips because I'd have a wedding that I'd have to do. And that was a big part of my income and my family relied on it. So that wasn't an option. And it really made me think about, you know, what is it that I want to do? I just turned 40. I didn't want to spend the rest of my life doing makeup. It was hard on my back carrying my, I had a director's chair, two makeup bags, up flights of stairs, down flights of stairs, standing for hours on end. So it was a lot physically. So I'm going to tell you the exact moment that I had this big epiphany and decided to follow my passion. We love the show Top Gear. It's a family favorite. We've watched every rendition of it. So there's an American version. And when we were hanging out with the kids one day, watching an episode of the American version of Top Gear, I was watching these three guys have an amazing experience. If you don't know Top Gear, it's um, a car show and there's usually three hosts. The, the original one is a British show and they're quite funny and they end up going on these adventures and test driving these amazing cars, but also having these road trips where they're driving the most ridiculous cars you've ever seen. And it's just, it's really fun to watch. If you haven't watched an episode, I highly recommend it. Not only will you get to see beautiful places um, around the world, but it's just entertaining and really fun to watch with the family. So, okay. So go back, going back to my story, we're watching this episode. Um, it was the American version of Top Gear. And I sat for a moment and thought, wow, here are these three guys who all have different backgrounds. I think one is an actor, one's a comedian, and one was a professional race car driver, or still is. Um, and they were recording an episode, or we we're watching an episode where they had just finished a challenge, and you know, they had they were just sort of playing jokes on each other, and it was really fun. And I thought, wow, I'm sure not one of these three guys. Um, were kids thinking one day I'm going to grow up and I'm going to have a TV show where I get to drive really fun cars, visit amazing places and get paid for it. Like think about that for a second. 
I'm sure that wasn't their dream when they were kids. I'm sure because they lived a life where they followed their passion and they tried really hard with their passion, they ended up on this TV show where they got to have fun, they got to experience fun things, and they also got paid to do them. And I thought for a moment, I just sat there and this is all happening in my monkey brain. I don't know if you can relate, but I've got this monkey brain where it just doesn't stop. It doesn't stop thinking. It doesn't stop imagining. It doesn't stop um, trying to figure out sort of what the next step is or what, what I'm doing next. Okay. This monkey brain of mine, crazy. But I sat there and thought, wow, why couldn't I do something that I loved, that I had fun with, and that I could get paid doing? Like, how amazing would that be? And then it was a thought that I had constantly as I was like washing dishes or driving the kids wherever they needed to go. I was like, wow, if I could do one thing that I loved and I had fun and I could get paid, what would it be? So I started journaling a little bit more. I noticed how I started to feel now that I was being vegetarian and what was coming up in my life. And it's crazy. Like once you really start to clean up your diet, it's amazing how your mental, emotional clarity changes, your physical body changes. Like if you haven't tried it, I highly suggest it. I'm not vegetarian um, anymore, but I've gone from being vegetarian to pescatarian where I eat a bit of fish to uh, veganish. And even now meat isn't a big part of my diet, but I still do consume it because I have low iron. So that's something that I need to balance. Um, but I started just understanding these shifts and figuring out who I was and what my beliefs were or what my passions were, if that makes sense at all. So as I started to observe that, you know, the story, I jumped into creating life I design and the life that I know it today. But there's a lot of other things that have happened um, in my 40s that I feel like I'm carrying into how I parent, how I build my business, um, what kind of relationships I have, what kind of relationships I look for, whether they're friendships, whether they're business related, um, even looking at, you know, how our family interacts. I feel like my 40s were a lot of self-discovery. So it was a lot of trial and error, um, things like getting a convertible car. Like, how fun is it to drive a convertible when you have to go to at groceries and Costco and things like that? Like things like if I have to drive, might as well be in something that's a lot of fun to drive and that I can enjoy driving it, right? Like these are things in my 30s that I didn't even consider. We had to be practical. We had to live our life so that it suited the kids and the family, not so that it would be fun. Isn't that crazy? I waited into my 40s to have that perspective. So in our 40s, I feel like this is a time where maybe we have a bit more confidence. We definitely should have a lot more self-awareness by now. And we should be able to do things that make us happy and get us excited, right? But I kind of feel like this episode's all about encouraging you whatever, wherever you are in your life. So whatever age group you're in or whatever situation you find yourself in, maybe just to take a step back and to think about why you're doing what you're doing and how you can do it better so that it brings you more joy, so that it makes you feel like you're living authentically. So to quote Oprah Winfrey, live your best life. Um, but maybe we do it at every age. So maybe you're listening to this and you're in your 60s and it's resonating with you. It's not too late. Like I feel like 
My 40s have been fantastic. I'm really excited for my 50s because I know they'll be even better. I've got some plans. I'm going to share with you some of my bucket list plans for my 50s because I, I feel like dreaming and sharing your dreams is inspiring and maybe it'll inspire something in you. So in my 40s, again, I worked a lot on my art. I learned how to grow my business, how to teach courses. That was something huge. I never thought I'd be able to do that. And it's a, a bulk of what I do right now because it fills me up so much. I feel like what seems like skills and knowledge that I've had always, maybe to someone on the outside, it really is an accumulation of 10,000 hours of learning. So if you've read any of Malcolm Gladwell's books, um, Outliers is the first book that I read of his. It might be one of his first more popular ones too. But I look at my 40s and I've spent 10,000 hours on a lot of things, whether it's cleaning up my diet and being in tune to eating things that make me feel good. And trust me, I've been addicted to Cheetos. I call it orange dye 97. I don't know what, what the dye color code is, but I'm sure it's an addictive um, ingredient that is put in, in those crunchy, yummy little orange treats. But um, I love chocolate. It's not that I, I eat a completely clean diet, but I just, I know when I feel better eating food that's healthier and is a bit more vegetarian based. Um, so whether it's my diet or my art practice or my business, 10,000 hours of time sounds like a lot. But when you look back on a decade, you'll see that it really is just about small quantities of time and making that practice consistent and doing it over and over again. So it's totally doable. And as I'm recording this episode, I'm thinking there's an episode coming up. It'll be all about we'll call it a book club. It'll be all about my all-time favorite books that have helped me with defining who I am creatively, what to do in my business, even just in personal development that I think is really important. I'm a huge believer in reading, learning, taking courses, and never stopping because I feel like that's how you grow, how you um, create plans and ideas for the future, and how, again, you bring that joy into your life and your everyday. So let's get back to the 40s. Tomorrow is my 49th birthday. Hopefully this um, podcast goes out as scheduled. But I think about the things that I want to do in my 50s. And I try to imagine what my 50s look like, even though we're navigating through this pandemic. Um, I'm still going to try to think of some fun bucket list things that I want to do. I didn't do it in my 40s. I feel like in my 40s, I just allowed myself that room to grow and to expand. Um, but yeah, let's go through some of my fun bucket lists. Maybe again, it'll inspire you for whatever decade you're in to add some fun goals that you can do. So I have some goals that I'd like to achieve within the next year, just to close off my forties and some goals for my fifties that I'm planning, I'm not committing to anything yet, but maybe even putting it out here on this podcast is a bit of a commitment. So to help with the COVID-19, I've actually just signed up for a 416 kilometer run walk through a running group here in Toronto. I've run with them in the past. Um, it's cumulative kilometers. So no, it's not crazy 416 kilometers all at once. Our area code is 416 in Toronto. So I have until July of 2021 to run or walk 416 kilometers. I am at, I think 399 so far. I am doing a combination of running and walking, and I am super excited to do that because I love being outdoors. That's when I listen to podcasts. That's when I spend time with friends. 
and that's when I can get outside in nature. So a bit of a challenge when I'm running, but um, otherwise I just enjoy really long walks. So that's one of my goals for this next year. I'm also working on um, self-care. It's hugely important these days, especially being in perimenopause. Ladies, if you can relate, it is kicking my butt. Um, but I feel you if you are just in the process, not understanding what's going on. It is um, crazy trying to do both Western medicine as well as naturopathic medicine. It's helping, but your entire body, mind, and soul totally get screwed up. <laughs> For those of you lucky ladies who don't suffer through menopause, please keep it to yourself. No, really, I'm, I'm excited for you and happy that you haven't had any symptoms or any issues, but it's um, not something that I'd like to hear about too much. <laughs> okay, so another thing that I'd like to do over the next 12 months is go on a solo trip. I haven't been on a solo trip in a long time. It's something that I don't mind doing. I actually don't mind traveling on my own. I'm quite happy to explore a new city. I'm fine with um, sitting in a restaurant and eating on my own. I um, love the company when I'm traveling, but I do these solo trips and really find that it gives me an opportunity to be inspired, do what I want to do, go see what I want to see, and um, have some time to think and to just let my monkey brain chill a little bit, if that makes sense. So maybe some things that I'd like to do in my 50s. Um, I'd love to build a house from scratch, maybe on a plot of land that has some trees. I feel like that will be late into my 50s, but that's definitely um, in my mental bucket list for sure. I may put it on paper one day soon. I'd like to live in a new country for a little bit and um, maybe spend a month or so, rent a little Airbnb now that I can work from anywhere. I'm literally in my closet recording this podcast, like I said. I can pretty much pack up a little art kit, my computer, my microphone, even my scanner, and literally work from anywhere. So that would definitely be something that I will be doing hopefully a couple of times in my 50s. I'd even love to be able to land in a country, rent a car with my husband, and um, drive around and explore. That's definitely on the bucket list for our 50s, something that would be a lot of fun. I don't know that I have um, any major personal art goals. I would love to do more shows. Um, it's definitely something that's on the list. I would love to take a few courses um, not in Canada. So I would love to, I do a lot of online classes and in-person workshops, but I'd love to even go on an art retreat, maybe in Europe and have a really fantastic experience, eat some yummy food, connect with other artists and really explore being in a European town or city. So those are some things that I would love to do in my 50s. And again, I kind of make lists. I journal, I write them down, but I haven't haven't planned anything out specifically other than a few of those that I just gave you examples of. Doesn't that all sound good though? Years ago, I learned that dreaming is a good thing and it wasn't something that I did enough of. And I feel like, again, my 40s were time spent where I allowed myself to dream and then I put in some effort and had some courage and maybe through grit and determination, I accomplished most of those things. Again, they weren't all amazing experiences in my 40s. I definitely had some learning experiences and know where I went wrong and what I could have done better, but I feel like 
that's what made my 40s amazing too, is just being able to try. So this podcast episode was a little different than what is on the regular schedule. But like I said, tomorrow is number 49. So I thought, what better way than to share some insight of my 40s and what I'm planning for my 50s. Again, depending on where you're at, if you're in your 20s, oh my God, dream big. You have so much energy and so much ahead of you. Live in the moment. Don't think too much about the future because I feel like I did that a lot too. But if you're in your 30s, they can be trying times. If you um, have kids and if you're just starting out in your career and business, it all requires so much of your time and effort, physically, mentally, emotionally. And if you're in your 40s and beyond, I feel like these are the years that we should really covet, enjoy, explore and have fun with and really um, hone into who you are as a person. So I hope you enjoyed this little riff of my 48th, almost 49th year and um, that you continue to tune in because my next episode, I'll be talking all about starting a home-based creative business. So sharing more insight and hopefully giving you some direction so that you can start one too. So thanks for tuning in. If you love this episode, please go ahead and rate it. We're now available on pretty much all of the podcast platforms, which we're so excited for, and there is so much more coming up. So Thanks again for tuning in. I will see you in the next episode.